Welcome to Deep Dive. My name is Dawn and Joe is still sick, everyone. Please keep him in prayer. Poor Joe is in the hospital now. So Joe, all our prayers are going out for you for a speedy recovery. And this is the first episode for our podcast this year, which is season three, episode one. And this podcast is brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. And we have Pastor Jen. Hello, Pastor Jen. How are you today? Hey, Happy New Year. I'm happy so New Year. I'm so honored to be um, on season one of episode three. No, season no. three of episode oh, one. Season three of episode one. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first one, the brand new one for the year. So that's good. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. All right. So before we get started, let's have a word of prayer. Loving Father, we thank you so much for this Sabbath day. We thank you for the way that you continue to love and care for each and every one of us. And now as we open up your word again and we go through um, Pastor Jen's sermon, that you enlighten our hearts and our minds to understand more about you. As we come closer to you, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So experiencing God. I noticed in your sermon that you started off talking about the simple church. What is the simple church? Simple church, you may or may not have heard very lightly sprinkled and thrown in here and there Mm. last year of 2021. But truly the concept of simple church is really doing church in a more... simpler way way simpler way (laughs) um for you know for example we all know how how active plantation is Mm -hmm. in their different um activities Mm -hmm. right so how can we do church where perhaps it's not so quote unquote active but everyone comes intentionally more together so instead of having five different groups doing outreach on the same sabbath let's Mm. have one collaborative effort where everybody's doing one specific thing intentionally Mm -hmm. so that the purpose is more um intensified Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as a collective yeah 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 okay okay so will we be seeing more of these attributes of simple church as we start this new year we hope and pray that it will. We we know that we we tried hard last year to kind of sprinkle it here and there, and but we also know that perhaps the rollout um, may be sudden, and so we know we also know that it's going to take time mm. to implement the thought of it. So we're not we're not expecting huge changes. We're taking baby steps in order for it to be to be able to come about. Mm. even more even greater as the year goes on goes on right experiencing god that was the title of your sermon why did Mm -hmm. you choose that well as a part of simple church plantation has incorporated their own quotes unquote motto right Mm -hmm. Um, so our motto for plantation is connect grow serve and go Mm -hmm. connect being connecting to not only 
in church, our, our members in the congregation with us, or, or reconnecting to those who left during COVID and haven't come back, but even more so connecting to those outside of our mm -hmm. church, mm -hmm. um, the wider community. That's the hope there. Mm -hmm. And then with that being done, that, that can be done in various ways. Mm -hmm. um, small groups is, is the focus in that area. Um, and then there is grow. Once we have small groups and, and are meeting together, how are we growing together? How are we doing life together? Mm. Serve. Um, we are serving the, the community around us and going. Um, then we are taking those who have come alongside of us. So perhaps we've incorporated new members along the way, mm -hmm. but we are now together, together with everyone going and make making disciples. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the hope. <laughs> this is the right. plan. Connect, right, right. connect, grow, serve, and go. Mm -hmm. So now we've decided to break up the year um, in four segments. And the first segment is connect. And mm -hmm what is in connect, the different ways of connecting. And so because, um, well, because of everything that has happened in the last two years, and especially last year, now is a refocus. Before we even fully launch our journey of Simple Church, how can we connect? What is, what is our first utmost way of connecting? And that for us is prayer. Mm -hmm. We believe that that's prayer, especially because we're beginning, um, starting this week, we're beginning our 10 days of prayer on right. January 5. Right. And so that's where the title was born, Experiencing mm -hmm. God. How are we experiencing God in connection? Mm -hmm. um, how are we experiencing God through prayer, first of all? Okay. So you went straight from Matthew 6, 9 to 13. And you chose the Lord's Prayer. And I saw that you were breaking it down. Why, why did you choose the Lord's Prayer as a form of connection? Well, I wanted to show, because when we think of the word prayer, we, we all pray in a mm -hmm. different way, right? There, there's so many different acronyms you can use as well. You can use the ACTS, um, the ACTS mode, where... What what was it? I can't it can't even come to mind. I know there's like um, acknowledging and I forget what the C was. Uh, connecting, the, I, you know, don't even don't even quote me on that. But it's a <laughs> it's an acronym for A C T S, and it's all a it, it all goes about a different way to do it. Then there's the other mode of you know exalt, mm -hmm. and then and then. Um, ask a petition and then mm -hmm. do this and then do mm -hmm. that so i'm thinking of, of all of these different approach. learned methods yeah. approach mm -hmm. approaches that we pick and, mm -hmm. and and why isn't one specific one see i couldn't even i couldn't even tell you straight off the top of my head what the axe model was mm -hmm. right but what is the one specific one that we could always turn to and um also what the fact is, you know, how, how did Jesus pray? You know, exactly. how did Jesus pray? How mm. did Jesus teach his disciples to pray? Mm. And so hence why I chose the Lord's prayer. And also I chose Lord's prayer because we always tend to look at the Lord's prayer as something very 
formal. Mm. I mean, when I think of the Lord's Prayer, I think of the, um, oh, there's a song that goes with it. The very solemn, almost oh, operatic. Operatic song, yeah. Right. I know. Father, and that's the first thing mm. that comes to mind. And I laugh when I think about it because I was actually singing that last last night. And, oh, wow. And in the shower this morning, I was going through the prayer. I'm thinking, why am I singing it like this? Mm. <laughs> why am I singing it like this? But it's a good thing because that's how perhaps it's, it's ingrained into my yeah, head, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we always look at the Lord's Prayer as something very very formal mm -hmm. you know even even when even when it is used in church you know we mm -hmm. shall pray uh, some services we shall pray now and mm -hmm. today we are going to use the lord's prayer mm. and i don't even know why i'm using a british accent <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> they do but, it so uh, much though in england they do the, the anglican church has this very kind of operatic kind of thing with all the choir boys singing the song so it's yeah that's right so i i guess and the, the reason i chose it is because yeah it is um it is traditional but then when you really look at it when, when you, when you mm. look at it and, and the wording it's very it could be traditional but it's very much so our day as well mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's modern mm, as well modern. yeah it, choose, well if you choose to look at it that way mm, mm, mm. wow yeah i like i like that that was that was very good so you talked a couple of you had a you had actually you had stories at the beginning this time instead of story at the end you had stories at the beginning of all those different experiences of people um, where you realized that you had, you wanted to pray for them. Why did you give those experiences? Mm -hmm. When I was thinking of connecting, mm -hmm. it is so easy for us to connect together through prayer as a church, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right now I could say, Hey, Don, I, I, I'm worried about my dad. Mm -hmm. Um, can, can you pray with me? Right. And it's quick. It's not, it's, it's, it's almost like a, not even a thought. It's mm -hmm. sure. Okay. Let's pray right now. Mm -hmm. Or even in, even in board meetings, right. Someone um, will say, Hey, this was a really good event or, or even, Oh, our tithe is up for this month. And mm -hmm. right there, let's praise God pray. for this. Mm -hmm. and, and, and let's praise God for how beautifully that event went over went. the weekend. And mm -hmm. it's very easy to, mm -hmm. Not, not only just break down in prayer, but very easy to exalt and, and, and together because we know each other, mm. because, because we are in faith together. Mm -hmm. um, we don't look at each other weird mm. when we say, hey, I got a problem. Let's pray. Let's pray. Mm -hmm. It's just off the top of our head. So the it's reason true. why I use those stars is because it is harder to bring ourselves into prayer, not only in public, but with people we don't know, who don't even know our past, don't even mm. know our profession. Mm -hmm. um, you just see people hurting. Mm -hmm. And so that, that's why I brought up prayer in the beginning 
of the sermon in the beginning of the sermon. Well, plus two because I had four, so I was trying to figure out how to <laughs> how to incorporate um, each one of them. Mm-hmm. But but at the same time, to show that if we are truly trying to connect outside of the church connect outside of the the people of faith that we are then then how are we doing with praying with people just random people at unexpected times Mm. and that's why i chose to say those that's very interesting you would think that i would think that because we are people of faith because we go to church that it should be very easy to be able to identify that people are hurting so therefore let me pray with you should roll off our tongue but even talking to um i was i was teaching sabbath school and talking to the kids do you go and talk do you go and pray with your your friends at school and these are people that go, kids that go to public school and they're like, ah, uh, no, because they'll think I was weird. Mm-hmm. So if our kids think it's a weird thing, how do we as adults do that regularly? Just do it. How, how, why, why can't our mindset be different than whereby we will see people in problems, see them in the store, like your, some of your stories and just say, you know what, this person is having a bad day. Let me reach out and pray. <laughs> oh, what I'm about to say might not be liked um, by our listeners, but I think it's because we are conditioned from an early age. Although we say, let's pray, let's pray together. Let's pray for mm-hmm. everybody. We are also ironically and as much as we say we need to evangelize to mm. to the world, right? Mm-hmm. We need to sh- let our lives let our lives show Jesus at every mm-hmm. opportunity. However, we keep ourselves. Um, and I brought this up, and I don't even know where it was. Was it a prayer vigil or something? I don't remember um, where this topic came up, but we don't allow ourselves opportunity. Uh, oh, okay. Hold on. I might <laughs> just. I'm trying to say this so I don't get in trouble <laughs> with people listening. But all right, it does. It's not. If we are, whether or not we're working in a public selter, sector, so I, I, I'm working in a church sector, right? But whatever mm. our whatever our environment is, we are taught that um, we can't. And as much as we want to evangelize. Uh, it's bad if we if we talk to someone who's Catholic, mm. you know. As as Adventists, I'm I'm not sure if you, you see where I'm going here, yeah, but yeah, yeah. oh oh you you associated with them? Oh, wow. You wow. know you associated with them? Or hey, you know I, I I've heard I, I had an instance when um, we were younger and I said oh my friend goes to Saint. I forget the name of the Saint something church. And, and they said, Hey, maybe we can go check out their Sunday school class. And, you know, the person I said it to was so aghast, like we are Adventists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't, you know, we don't do that be- because we know our own belief systems, mm. you know, like, like must be with like, like, 
Wow. Right. And so because this is like an ingrained thing and, and you know, even, okay, let's, all right, let's talk about it. So, so we're in the church. Well, how are we referring to, to people out there? That's how we refer to them. People People out out there. there. (laughs) People out there. Wow. People out there who, people out there who don't yet know God. Well, okay, I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking to membership, right? Mm-hmm. But if somebody, some Joe Schmo is listening to this, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or were to see me in person preaching this from a pulpit, you know, let's go evangelize to people out there mm-hmm. into wow. the wider community, which I know came out of my mouth today, but that is it. We'll just go tell, you know, let's, let's go help out the wider community. Then what makes us so special? Who are we? The person might be thinking, well, who, who, who am I? Am I people out there? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, you better know? than them? Are you better than exactly. them because you know your God? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Which brings me then, which brings us back around to this question. Why do we find it so hard to, to, to pray because <laughs> to pray with other people, because we're, we, we have not been conditioned from a young age to just be opening, open and sharing. You know, prayer is for those who, who know how to pray with us, mm. who know how to intercede with us so we can intercede for people out there, mm. quotes unquote. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so we think that if we were to pray with some, some Jane Doe, that mm. the world will look at us funny. Mm. So our, our pain receptors are, are, are completely off. Our, mm. our people in need perceptors are off because we have been conditioned to kind of keep our faith within until we are ready to share mm. to whomever. Exactly. So then you talked about connect, grow, serve, and go. How are we going to do the go if we don't even want to connect in the first place? Exactly. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We can't. We cannot do the go unless we are able to connect. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, so go is like one, two, three, the fourth one down the line. Yeah. Oh, we're still the last on the first one. one. It's the last part, right. And we can't even do the first one. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. I think it's also, um, oh, I'm going to ask you if you've noticed that sometimes it's a problem for within our own church to connect with others that we don't consider maybe they're not really like us so we have all these different cliques going on and so now we're not even connecting within ourselves so you will see people at church but you know that that's not really your group that you hang out Uh, and so therefore so I mean I mean, my thing is, if we're going to do small groups like you talked about, I know that's part of the simple church mentality of the small group scenario. If we can't even within our church look at people and say, well, um, I don't really need to talk to you because I'll let somebody else talk to you. Then how are we going to go out there to evangelize? And then it's it it. The mind, it boggles my mind because I'm just thinking if we can't even do it within our church, how are we going to go out there to do it? 
So what? That doesn't even make sense. Don't we have Thank to you. in the church first? Thank you so much for posing that statement because that has been right there, exactly what you have said. That has been, um, that statement has, has been, uh, has bothered me for mm -hmm. quite some time, e even in the aspect of the thought of evangelism. Because plant, I mean, truth be told, plantation, we excel mm. at at media evangelism. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, right? We 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 are just we're you know we're, we're everywhere, and we are lucky to have talented people who can help put this in place. Whereas, so other churches, so let's say um, another church down the road can excel in evangel in evangelism to the homeless. Yes, you know this is this is their niche. Um, although I want to claim that plantation does that too. So also, also <laughs> I'm just using you know I'm just doing examples, but but but, but but we're good at that too, right? <laughs> so so here we are. Uh, so oh boy, <laughs> so here we are doing these things well, and we and and we are putting on epic. Jesus at the center evangelisms with a great topic, great panel. But while that is beautiful, well done, well executed, mm. there are still issues in our church within, you know, just like family, mm. there are issues within. Um, our members issues that we know that have been ongoing issues ongoing. that 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 are ignored or swept under the carpet for the sake of peace. That's right. Right. So so then how sometimes even when we are looking at this simple church rollout and so forth, and I have voiced this in conversation. Um, with some people, my, my thought is, I know the small group model where, so for now, small group model would be perfect because right now we're not, we're live streaming, mm -hmm. right? We are, we're live streaming and, and, and we need to be able to have groups that we can go into and do church with because we can't meet in the building for right now. Um, but um, that's all well and good. Mm. But how are you going to? And small groups are needed. You know, why, why are small groups used to 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 pull in people from the outer community, right? Mm -hmm. Who just just found out about Jesus, whether it's through mm. the homeless ministry, mm -hmm. whether it's through COVID, um, food drives, whatever. You know, however they have come in, you know, they are doing so. But how can we, how is it that we're so busy trying to make small groups and, and, and trying to reach the outer community when there's a lot of healing that still needs to be done? Within. Within, mm -hmm. right? My thought is, if we did the healing within first, mm. 
if we did the healing within first, if we strove to mend relationships, mm. if we strove to try to break down the click barriers, mm. <laughs> right? Yep. And we're more together, quotes, unquote. And, and I know every church has this, right? But oh. <laughs> I'm just talking, just talking about us, plantation, you know, if we're being transparent, you know, mm-hmm. there, there, there's a lot of different groups mm. or clicks people mm. don't like the word click but mm. we'll use the word yes. click yes. and 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 if you were to cross over into into one click you know my people might look at you funny like well you're not a part of, part of our group you're not a part of our group and you kind of step one foot in there you feel you feel the freeze and then you take that foot back out mm-hmm. right and and, and and the situation continues as it was mm. but the, so so there's a the question how can we why is our focus so outward when mm-hmm. we first have to focus inward in order to make an impact and difference? If we focus inward, heal the things, breach the barriers within, heal the relationships within, then people outside will be looking like, whoa, look how solidified mm. plantation is. Exactly. Look at that unity. I because once we're solidified, right, as a solidified body, we can do anything. Anything. We're not, we're not splintered into, well, this group does, exactly. does this thing. This group does another thing. This group yep. does another thing. Together as a whole, we can come together, do a couple major things, and it'll be an explosive success. Yeah, because you reach so many more people. Because exactly. Because connection with each other. And so each one is reaching one, you know, that kind yes. of. Yes yeah exactly which is why so this brings us back to i i I know that this brings us back to my sermon today Mm -hmm. i know that perhaps there may have been a desire to 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 speak more on um how do we connect with others but you know i i think wait a minute hold on, why are we focusing first on connecting with others? How, how are we connecting with God first? Mm. Exactly. You know, we need to be able to connect with God, experience God mm. in order to then make the connection with others. Exactly, exactly. Because that's the first step. Because you talked a little bit about the blanket prayer out of obligation. <laughs> what is I knew that? you'd catch I saw that. that. I was like, <gasps> What is that? I like that. What does that mean to you? Oh, the blanket prayer out of obligation. Mm -hmm. Um, Man. Okay. All right. That would be the the obligatory. Okay. And I know, and these aren't, okay. (laughs) These aren't prayers that are bad. No, they're not. Okay. (laughs) These are like the, now I lay me down to sleep. Lord, I pray that you would keep. And I don't even know that whole prayer. <laughs> okay. I don't know that. And it, okay. And on the, so now I'm, now I'm going to go hang myself, but the Lord's prayer can be used as a blanket prayer. Yes, it can. Right? Absolutely. So the blanket prayer, prayer of obligation is the stuff that you say, because you know that you got to start your day with a prayer. Mm. You don't have time to really, to really prepare your heart. You don't, um, you got the five, 10 minutes 
or mm-hmm. you're about to run out the door with your family. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm saying this because a couple of our prayers before we head out, as we're sitting in the car is the normal rote prayer of father help us as we begin this day keep us safe from all harm and danger be with us as we minister to those around you and may 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 everybody we contact we we come into contact with um hopefully see you and me today forgive us it this is the blanket (laughs) the blanket prayer of obligation that's right (laughs) and i can say and I'll, I can say I do at least one of those a day. Mm, there you go. Mm-hmm. Because I want to make sure that Cover everything. everything's covered. Cover everything. Mm. Cover everything, right? So on the uh, so then on the other hand, the the the, the prayer that's not the blanket prayer of obligation mm. is the one where you sit mm. and are being pressed upon because of the trial that you find yourself in and you really have nowhere else to go Mm. but your soul is crying out to God because there is no other path that you can see Mm -hmm. that will help you Mm -hmm. that there now is the prayer your real prayer Mm -hmm. when you start interceding for others when you know that you know five people are you know one person's family member is dying the other person's family member is sick the other person has lost their job and they're about to be evicted Mm -hmm. (laughs) those are no longer the blanket prayers those are the prayers of intercession yeah where you are crying out together for Mm -hmm. them or for yourself yeah that's so true. And do you think that that shows your connection with God? It shows how much you are now realizing that your relationship with God has to be 100% number one right now? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And perhaps even, okay, so are our relationships ever with God ever 100 percent no (laughs) you know that i I mean i would love to say that yes pastor jen's relationship with god is 100 percent every single day you know but but it's not but the relationship should be the priority priority yeah 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 it's so true it's so true how do we have that walk with God whereby we make him our priority. How can we do that properly, I suppose? I mean, every day we've always got something else going on. There's something else that's thrown in your path. You don't know what's going to happen, but how do we make our walk with God a priority? We look in the Bible and we see people like Daniel, how he prayed three times a day and he was always reaching out to God. And then you look at David and he's talking to God all the time. And, and you've got all these different patriarchs and prophets doing this, this way of talking to God and having this walk with God. How do we prioritize our walk with God on our everyday walk? So perhaps the word, the words then that we can use is there are, uh, as we, as you're saying, if we look at 
David and Daniel and, and, and even people that we personally personally know mm-hmm. that prayer is their yeah, yeah, yeah. that's their thing that's you know so perhaps we should look at it is yes there are they there are beautiful words said yes there are powerful words said but words can always be just said mm. <laughs> prayer can always be just said so how do we make the relationship a priority then that falls on action oh. every day right is there something that god is pressing you to do mm. is he saying hey i need you to do this today perhaps or perhaps he doesn't tell you in the morning right if if you are a morning devotional person but in the day you're doing something and suddenly you are impressed to talk to this person or mm-hmm. or or pray with this person whatever whatever it is that he is impressing you to and the impression is so strong that you can't walk away from it and you know that if you did walk away from it that mm-hmm. you would end up feeling guilty mm-hmm. because there was something there Mm-hmm. that you knew needed to happen and because of your own insecurities or because you feel like you were going to be weird for doing something like that mm-hmm. and you're like oh forget it that that's not god that's just that's just my my desire to go get involved in that person's business mm-hmm. right now right. you know <laughs> you know the the action the follow through mm-hmm. is is the actual I am making you a priority. Okay, God, you are asking me to do this. I only have this $10 in my hand. This is the only thing that I have until I get paid next week. But you want me to go buy groceries for that person like right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, goodbye, but I will. Okay. I put my trust in you. I will obey and I will do. You know, and it's not necessary that he's even going to, you know, people go, well, if you obey, then, you know, you will be repaid, um, blessed more. You know, he might not do that. <laughs> he might, that $10 may not double into 20 and suddenly you'll find that $20 bill on the ground. Yeah. No, no, no. It, it might not happen that way. It might be that for the next few days until you get paid, you are just eating cans out of your pantry. But what is what is the lesson for you there? The lesson is that you, God was asking you to be a vessel for that person. And, and yes, you're going to do it, even though you're going to end up eating, you know, corn for the next five days from a can, but Hey, you know, you're there and that person needed help. Therefore you obeyed. Yeah. And it's so amazing. Sometimes when God asks you to do those things, you just feel like it's the weirdest thing that he's asking you at this point when you can see how you don't see how the benefit is really going to, I mean, you know, it's going to be a good thing, but on the flip side for you, it's like, ah, this is painful. Sometimes it can be painful. So it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting when those things happen. And, and, and that thing is, it's pain, you, and you know, it's going to be painful, mm-hmm. right? Right. So your question is, so, so then the other, well, question, I'm helping the other person right. be really good. And I'm going to be like, ah, right. Cause, cause um, the question always is, well, if I do that, then what's in it for me? me. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes. And so, and so you're thinking, uh, but then, so then it becomes then was it what's in it for you? Is this truly then a sacrifice 
for the betterment of the other person. Yeah. 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 Sometimes when God asks you to do those things, um, you have to just look at what he's asked you to do. Don't think about the rest of the stuff that's uh-huh. happen afterwards, because if you start focusing on that, then you're like, then you get into this kind of like, I don't know if I really should do it. I don't. That's really- right. You know, that's right. You, you begin to overanalyze and the, wow. then the overanalyzing becomes overthinking. Yeah. <laughs> and then you overthink yourself Oof. and then convince yourself that, okay, because I've thought about it from all these angles and no, I don't need to do that. Yeah. 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 I had that experience the other day and I was like, oh, God asked me to give some money to this person. I'm like, oh, but I don't have it to give. It's like, okay, okay, okay. And it was like such a struggle to do it, such huh? a struggle. And so, but when I, I did do it, the experience afterwards was like the absolute relief that I saw on that person's face was like, oh God, now I understand why you asked me to do this. It doesn't really mm-hmm. matter about me. It's what is going to happen for that person. And the relief that you see and you just see, oh, God is... God just knows when he's asking me to do something like that. He just knows what the response is going to be. I was blown away by the response. I was like, ah, and I was struggling so much. That was ridiculous. That was right. Yeah. And, and, And I think God allows us to see. So, you know, praise God that you were able to witness that response, right? Some of the things he asked us to do, we will never get never credit know. for. You will never know. Right? You will never know. You're just told oh. to do it. And you're like, so what happened to that person? And you'll never. And you'll never know. The answer and you'll never know. Sometimes years down the road, mm. you're going to hear a story that goes, oh, you know, one day this was happening to me. I was really hurting for this. And mm-hmm. then, and then I, and then suddenly, you know, this envelope was ha- was given to me from somebody else, you know, because mm. we do the side things like that, yeah, right? To try yeah, to cover yeah. up yeah, yeah, um, yeah. where it actually came from. And then you're kind of sitting there like, <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's awesome. Thank wow. you, Jesus. But, but you're never going to know until that one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Further on in the future. Wow. So true. So true. So true. Okay. You were breaking down the Lord's prayer. And you said something about, you were talking about the forces that distract us from God, the forces that distract us from God. And you were talking about how the pandemic may be part of the forces that are distracting us from actually serving God. What were you talking about during that time when you were breaking down the Lord's prayer? Oh, okay. So I was talking about the part where it says, thy kingdom come. Yeah. You know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And how it's how it's hard for us to secede control. Mm. When all the calamity is happening around us right so for instance um i have no control over the fact that my father is sick in hospital with covid and pneumonia i have no control over that and and so but 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 what is raging around me 
mm. sick people with COVID. Exactly. Right. And mm. so we let all these and, and they're they're the problems are real, but we let all these things cloud us from giving the control back to God. Mm. We, we do many, I mean, we, we can do many things, right? We can, we can take that. What, what, I don't even know what they call it. The magic potion, um, the magic potion to keep from getting sick. That whole, well, what's in it? The cayenne and the onion yeah. and the ginger, ginger and, and, the, and the lemon and the <laughs> lemon and all that, you know, we can make all these, all these things to try, but you know, at the end of the day, we have no control over all these things and see, and say, Satan knows this. Mm. Satan knows that he's using the pandemic. Okay, so okay, let's just take me. Satan knows that he's that that he's using he used my mother's cancer. He's used he used my my husband's diabetes. Mm -hmm. He used my sister's death. He's using my kids getting COVID. So who, if you look at that, who is he? using to attack me mm. everything in my family yes he knows that my family apart from god takes full priority mm -hmm. in my life he knows that you know you know come what may if something major happens with my mother i'm gonna go running mm. which i did you know mm -hmm. which i did but um he's using all this to create havoc and it's not coming at you know just once every few months it's overlapping into mm -hmm. each other mm -hmm. so and therefore i have no control therefore what do i do i could easily give up and say forget it i'm done with this world i cannot handle this anymore and i'll go take i'll, I'll go grab a bottle down a, down the whole bottle of pills and mm. be out mm. Mm. because it's too much for me Right. You know, and, and this is where I was using it for thy kingdom come is because um, there are so many forces right now that are being used to cloud our minds, you know, politics, mm -hmm. uh, all these, just the rash of natural disasters that have happened in the last, yeah. in the last week, <laughs> couple of days, you yeah. know, uh. and it's terrible because it's, it's right before before the holidays where people get, you know, ambushed and it's after the holidays where people get mm -hmm. ambushed. Mm -hmm. And so, and you're looking at it and I'm reading all these news and even here in Florida, you know, kids are getting killed and, and just all this crazy stuff. And it's so easy to let the news and let life, mm. let life contend and embark upon your spirituality. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when we're saying thy kingdom come, we are turning it back to God and saying the power mm. all comes within you, your kingdom, bring your kingdom, bring, mm. bring your kingdom home, you know, let's go, let's go, God, intercede. Mm. We know the Messiah has come. You've sent him mm. to redeem us now. Let's go. Mm. Your kingdom come. All the power belongs to you. Mm. Mm. Wow. And the, the section that says um, forgiveness, we were talking about um, the debts and our debtors, and you talked about it's not a financial thing, it's a, it's a spiritual thing. <laughs> so 
when you were talking about the forgiveness from God first, why is it we have to get forgiveness from God first before we can give forgiveness to anybody else? Why do you think we would need to do that? Okay, so we can either um, do it both ways. If, if we were to, I, I hope the message came across that, um, <laughs> I hope the message came across that we have to forgive others um, first. Mm -hmm. That was my message. Okay. That we have to forgive first. Or even if we look at the if even if we were to look at it the other way around, forgiveness from God first. Because if we were to go the other way, forgiveness from God first, we need to know what it feels like to be released from our burden of sin. Mm -hmm. We need to know what the full mercy is about. Mm -hmm in order to take that same thing because we have been forgiven for such a large debt because this murderer hmm. has been forgiven right then that murderer can now turn around and say hey i know a god who even because even after i've killed one person or five people this God still loves me. Yeah. Therefore, I can take the same. Now this murderer is overwhelmed, mm. right? Who would ever forgive me mm. for, for murder? Oh, okay. mm. So therefore, I must now turn around and give this same forgiveness towards others. Oh, there was a story. This will never leave my mind because it was so beautiful. He said, Mark Finley um, went to Rwanda after the genocide, mm -hmm. right? And he, um, he was in the car and he was being taken by, by taxi. And, and the question that they were all talking about the genocide. So they, he was asking his taxi driver, um, do you have people that you lost? in this genocide and the taxi driver says oh yes i lost you know x amount of family members mm -hmm. and, and and you should find you should know okay the president of this union mm. of our church lost or I, i'm not saying exactly now but th th these were like the types of names that he was calling oh this well-known person mm. that is affiliated with our church lost mm. these many people this one and so they were going through this list and, and, and Mark Finland's like, wow, he goes, but I want to tell you of somebody else who experienced something. So he was telling the story of what happened that day when the alarm sounded and all of a sudden everybody came out to, you know, fight each other. And, and there was this um, couple who went along with the villagers to take refuge in a church. They went into the basement. They wanted to take refuge in their church. And then, you know, the opposing, the opposing people came in to the church with their machetes mm. and began hacking and murdering people. And so this woman had, you know, looked over at, um, at 
her husband and watched as as he was killed wow. you know right 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 next to her holding her hand mm-hmm. and so um and she she wouldn't forget you know she didn't forget that um eventually the villagers came to the villagers came to um get get you know tend to the wounded and so forth and this woman then um went to you know went on to live her life now after, now then sometime after a lot um i want i'm not sure if there were some, some some type of um help centers but there were prisons that were built now to to to, to house all these murderers right there mm-hmm. there are different prisons that were built and rehabilitation centers for when these murderers came out mm-hmm. so this woman wanted to make herself of use and she went to um, give give aid to to the prisoners mm-hmm. um, and and there was there was one person in whom um, she, she she was looking at and she was you know forgiving and this 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 one young man came up to her and he says you know do you do you remember me or so forth and she remembered him as the man who killed her husband mm. but through her ministering to him he was converted mm. into knowing jesus and um and 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 gave his life you know he was baptized and so this cab driver is telling the story to mark finley he's saying um i'm gonna take you to meet her and Mm. so um so he takes he takes mark finley to this house and you know meets the woman the woman he looks on the wall and on the wall is a picture of the husband and and the woman goes to touch the picture and she repeats the story mm-hmm. as the cab driver had told this mm-hmm. to Mark Finley. So, so Mark Finley's like, wow. He goes, yes. And, 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 and I'm, you know, I helped minister to that man. And, and um, would you like to meet him? Mm-hmm. And so Mark Finley's like, what? So she goes, yes, please come, you know, please stay here. I'd like you to meet him. And out from the back, you know, Mark Finley was unsure of what to expect, but out from the back comes this young man who was so respectful with this light in his eyes and so on and so forth. And she goes, I would like to introduce you to my son. That's right. She probably adopted him. Wow. And he took the place of, you know, Wow. He became her son. This was, and this was, Mark Finley was speaking on the radical Jesus, radical forgiveness. Yeah. You know, what happens in one's life. And this man came to know Jesus and became her adopted son. Mm-hmm. You know, the one who killed her husband. And so this is why we have to experience experience the forgiveness that comes from Jesus before. Um, I mean, so then we can take that same experience and impart it upon, you know, others too. So now on the flip side, what I was trying to say in my sermon is that um, we have to first, so you can go either way. You need to first experience the forgiveness of Jesus so that you can know it and give it. On the other side, you need to be able to forgive others first mm. for their moral or whatever it is 
that they have done to you. You need to, you need to be able to fit, forgive others first, because then how can you ask God for forgiveness mm. over the things that you have done if mm. you are unwilling to, to forgive those around you? It's true. So it, that block will always be there. Mm. God forgive me and you're going to accept his forgiveness, but you can't, but you're still holding on to the suitcase of baggage for everything else that everyone else has done for you. So how can you truly say that you've accepted the forgiveness of God if you have not um, been able to forgive those who have wronged you? Wow. Yeah. That's a difficult road sometimes though, because um, to, well, you naturally, we know that we're supposed to forgive others. That's right. God has forgiven us. That's a natural tendency, but the forgiveness involves so many different layers. So when you actually come to forgive the person, yeah, you can say, I forgive you and still be Mm -hmm. feeling like they did this to me. You know, this is just so awful. How can I ever get over that? You know, so that that is, I suppose that's, that's right. part of the process of forgiveness. That's right, and perhaps you know, per, per, perhaps God knows. Like I, I can't even imagine. I mean, that was one extreme story from Mark Finley that has yeah. always stuck with me, right? But but you think about too, you know, I, I think about people who have been abused, mm. you know, and 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 it's pushed down their throat in church, <laughs> in church, forgive. You yeah. must forgive or you won't, you know, I think there is a certain level that God, that, that only God knows how far our heart, you know, can go and mm-hmm. can take. I, I, I don't think there's this 100% level of forgiveness because like you said, you know, that woman that she, she's like amazing. Wow. You adopted, you adopted this murderer yeah. of your husband as your son, but you know, for regular folk, <laughs> you know like like myself you know if 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 something if if someone were to someone were to harm my child Mm. you know where would how how can I you know and that and that's where God knows the extent of the extent of grace of my heart I can in my heart I may say okay I forgive you but there's that one little portion that's like I'm gonna always remember Mm-hmm. that you that, that you harmed my child in this way wow 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 yep okay i don't think i have any other questions for you so that is awesome it's funny i you know what's i knew once i that that statement left my mouth about the blanket the blanket um the blanket prayer of obligation and i also knew and i also knew um, this part about forgive us our debts. I knew I'm like, oh, I'll bet you Dawn's gonna ask me something. I don't know for sure. <laughs> but 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 God, but but Dawn's gonna ask me something regarding that. <laughs> so what what kind of message do you have for our listeners for this new year? We're in a pandemic and the pandemic is like oh, getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, we have so many members are coming down sick. What kind of message of hope would you have for this brand new year for our listeners? Oh, what kind of message of hope? Well, we thought that we thought that 20, I'm getting mixed up in my years. Today's 
2022, 2021 was last year. Okay. We thought coming out of 2020, right? I, I, I remember the the statements that we we were making. Remember that New Year's Eve mm-hmm. that we um we came to church and we were saying 2020 vision, <laughs> Twin, mm-hmm. a new 2020 year with God, and then mm-hmm. boom, you know, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And then we thought, you know, last year that um that it would be better that mm-hmm. coming into 2021. Mm-hmm you know, the, the quotes unquote pandemic hell of 2020, Mm. 2021 would be an even better year. Mm. Yep. So now that we see things are getting worse, I am not going to say that let's look. One of those statements that we would use is have a blessed and prosperous new year yeah. in Jesus. In Jesus. Oh, wow. I'm not going to say that mm. because, because, you know, um, last year it was said to me, and I also said it to others last year, and I look at what happened, <laughs> the trajectory of the trajectory of things that of life that happened last year. Mm. And uh, that was a lot of different types of tragedy, Mm. you know, that Mm. came upon last year. So I'm not going to say um, that this year is going to be prosperous because it's hard to say that Mm. as we see things growing worse. Right. And then I don't want people to go, you know what? Pastor Jen said that this year is going to be a new and prosperous year for 2022. What I'm going to say is let this year, this new year, come what may, whatever trials that are ahead of us that are unseen and we do not even know are coming in. God is the author of the beginning and the end, right? He knows everything. So us right here on January 1, we don't know. We don't know what this year will bring us. But let us look forward with hope. And come what may, let this year be a year of growth in Jesus. Let it be a year where we will take each victory, each tragedy, each laughing moment and say, how can, how have I, how am I able to experience God more? Mm-hmm. How am I growing from this moment that is happening right now? Mm-hmm. How am I being enriched even though this is not a even though whatever it may be may not be a good challenge or trial at that moment Mm -hmm. but you can always look at it and say how am I gonna take this and where can I see hope Mm -hmm. how can I grow how can I learn yeah so that is what the message that, that I'd like to portray how can this year be filled with growth in Jesus for you. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Great question. Great question to ponder on for the next year. <laughs> to be intentional about making sure we 
answer that. Hmm. Well, Pastor Jen, thank you so much for your enlightening sermon and for oh. helping us to think a little bit more about our connection with God, making sure we experience him and not just um, say, well, we're Christians, so let's just pray and we'll just keep on moving, but we're actually having a relationship with him daily. So, yeah, thank you very much. Can you leave us out with a word of prayer, please? Yes, of course. Mm. Heavenly Father, 2022 lies before us. And we look with hope, Father. Despite what may come, we look with hope because we know that God, you will always be good to us. Amen. That you will always give us our daily bread mm. that will get us through to the next day, Father. Mm. You give us you and what we need for today. So perhaps, Father, let us not worry about now what. 2022 will bring but let us focus on today father how can you use us today mm. how can we grow from our victory or our sorrow today how have we experienced you today and it may, this may sound like a cliche statement, but Father, truly, how have we experienced you in today? Was there even just a moment, even for a minute or two, where you revealed a piece of yourself to us? Mm -hmm. And it was a new revelation, special, just for us, just for me, Jen, just for Dawn, just for each person that is listening to this podcast. Mm. Father, how have we experienced a piece of your beauty and your goodness today? Father, as we go through each day, Lord, as we look forward, we look with hope, Lord, at the possibilities of growth that 2022 can bring. And Father, we ask that utmost, let, a, let our experience deepen our relationship with you. Amen. Let, us to, let us be able to grow deeper and deeper in love with you, Father, so that we, we can truly live out the life that you have called us to live. Whatever you are asking us to do day by day, let us be obedient to you, Father. And in this way, not only experience you for ourselves, but help others experience you as well. Mm. Thank you, Father, for all that you have done for us, for all that you are doing, and the miracles that we will see you do, Father. We claim your promises of growth and experience this year, Father. And we thank you for what will be coming our way. In your name we pray, amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Jen. And to listen to 
Pastor Jen's full sermon, um, you can go to Plantation SDA Church on a YouTube channel or plantationsda.tv. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and be notified of all our live streams and programs. Also, please subscribe to Plantation SDA Church on your favorite podcast app. And if you have any comments and concerns or any questions, you can do it at you can send your questions and comments to 954-388-8780. We do have birthdays. Hey. We have birthdays this year. And we had a few from last year too. Because the last time I did the podcast, it was only Pastor McCoy, but we missed a couple. So I have to Uh-oh. go to them. And so we have... Romeo Allison was on the 27th of December and Natasha Prince she was also ah. 29th of December right at the end of the year so happy birthday to our celebrants from last year wait didn't we also have was it um James Malone was he on yes, Christmas 25th, day yes but I got him 25th, 25th. okay awesome yes, I got him and so for the birthdays for this new year we have Sean Dewar that's on the 4th of January and we have Jordan McCullough he's on the 5th of January and on the 7th of January is Mark Anthony Valedict Pierre happy birthday to all our upcoming celebrants for January Okay. Hey, hey, happy birthday. Oh, birthday. my son's birthday was yesterday. How did I even oh. forget to mention that? Yeah, Polly, Polly turned 12 on December 31st. Uh, oh, Paul is 12 already. I know, right? I know. Don't. <laughs> He's nearly a teenager. Look at that. Don't even. Don't, don't remind me of the growth of the children. <laughs> don't. don't okay. uh, I, I rebuke that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So happy birthday to all our celebrants and happy new year again to all our podcast listeners. And we hope that you all have a wonderful day and take care. Bye.